ஐ டென்ட் அக்செப்ட் திஸ் லைஃப் ஸ்டைல் ஓகே ஸோ ஐ எம் திங்கிங் தட் ஐ எம் டூயிங் சம்திங் ஃபார் அ பர்பஸ் ஸோ மண்டே டு ஃப்ரைடே ஐ எம் கோன் டு பி கிளீன் ஐ எம் கோன் டு ஒர்க் அவுட் ஐ சாட்டர்டே சண்டே தட் ரிலாக்ஸ் மோட் கம்ஸ் ஆஃப் ஃபார்ச்சுனேட்லி ஆர் அன்ஃபார்ச்சுனேட்லி ஆல் ஆஃப் இஸ் ட்ரீட் ஃபுட் லைக் ஐதர் பனிஷ்மெண்ட் ஆர் ரிவார்ட் ஆர் லைக் கோ டு டைம் பாஸ் ஓகே நெவர் have i even i have thought about it as a fuel to this body all three Live for this tongue not for this tummy right okay the moment it crosses the tongue right body doesn't know whether it's sweet or spicy or nothing everything is digested into sucrose fructose glucose that's it there should be some device which is put on the tongue like a chip which controls the be it any form of uh, diet the um, initial 3 weeks will be very tough hmm. i'll explain why it is tough see uh, you can say i'm not going to eat a sweet but internally the craving will be more um, your gut is filled with uh, microbiomes okay right. so one is the healthier set one is the non healthier set so now there is a constant fight happening between the ruling party and the opposition party okay so now these send signals to your brain when you do not respond uh you get agitated irritated then you want to give up on it. you have to control that the way to control is by drinking water and fueling at the right time you will ought that this population will die down after say 3 to 4 weeks no you will not have this craving I am Vinky and this is the Working Athlete podcast. Here I talk to working athletes from all walks of life and experts from various sports to provide you with inspiration, training tips, time management and lifestyle advice. If this is something that interests you, please make sure you subscribe to the channel so that you don't miss any future episodes. Today's guest, Rama Ranjani, is a homemaker and a mother of two who became a runner a fitness instructor and a lifestyle modification coach through her venture stiram for life she looks to help people achieve their full potential through a holistic approach to strength and conditioning that includes physical training mental focus nutrition and lifelong learning In this episode Rama shares about her own transformational journey through strength and conditioning and running. She shares the nutritional principles that helped through her own transformation and the transformation of her many clients. It was interesting to hear how her own journey started with her trying to set an example for her kids by enrolling into the classes they were afraid of. She signed up for karate classes to give them company and learned swimming herself to assure her kid that she will be there to save her if needed. Her honest approach to life and learning comes through in this conversation. I hope you enjoy this as much as I did. This episode is brought to you by The Bike Affair. If you are in search of a one-stop destination that caters to all your cycling needs, our today's sponsor, The Bike Affair is the perfect 
place to check out. I have known the founders of the bike affair, Krish and Gokul, personally for nearly 15 years now. In fact, my first century ride was with Krish back in 2008. They are both exceptional human beings and entrepreneurs that believe in providing exceptional service to their customers. And it shows. With over 14 years of experience, the Bike Affair has established itself as a trusted source offering honest advice and exceptional service. They are offering a special treat for the listeners of this podcast. You can enjoy a 10% discount on your first order by using the code BIKEYWINKY on their website. So if you are in Hyderabad, visit their door in Kondapur. Or if you are anywhere else in India, shop online by using the link thebikeaffair.com. I will leave the link in the show notes. Now, enjoy the podcast. Welcome to the Working Adelaide Podcast, Rama. It is a pleasure having you here. Thank you, Vinky. It is indeed a pleasure for me as well for having me here. Thank you so much. Right. So, Rama, the first time I came across you was um, in uh, one of the bar events, bar Duathlon uh, Run. Uh, yes. Uh, you know, for giving back. Uh, and it was last year. Uh, yes. So that that is where I saw you. And uh, that that day, I think I almost goofed up the uh, results of the run, <laughs> but uh, managed to uh, salvage, uh, you know, find the correct uh, podium. <laughs> that, that, in fact, was my first podium in life in uh, sport activity. Wow. Uh, I have never nice. stood on a podium till then. That was actually the first one. Uh, to in sports area. Hey, amazing. So uh, that's good to hear. Uh, that that, was, uh, you that know. was definitely a race. I competed against a kid who was almost in ninth or 10th standard. It was a good race. Yeah. Yes, I do remember. Right. So that is where I came across you. And then I was following, um, you know, your posts about theorem for life and other stuff uh, on social media and I was curious to know more about uh, you that is why uh, you know we are sitting here uh, so thanks for taking the time Uh, so let us start by talking about uh, you know what is your relationship with sport growing up I think I have started all these only recently. I was definitely not a sports person growing up years. The only activity apart from school I did was learning Bharatanatyam. I had learned for almost eight years in my childhood. So that was the only physical activity. Apart from that, definitely sports and me were like poles apart. Uh, I think all these started as a part of fitness journey and then I'm into now into running. Mm, So so you were a trained classical dancer. Uh, You learned for eight years and practiced it and stuff. Then how how did the, uh, you know, the journey from there to into fitness kind of happen? See, to put it more open, I was someone who was even taken as a pillion rider in cycle. I have never even ridden a cycle to school. So 
I was till college. I was like this, picked and dropped, and this is how my lifestyle was. Hardly any physical activity, but always I was on the leaner side. Then after college, yes, I worked for almost five years, got married. Then this actually transformed after the birth of my second child. So right. what happened was like um, after the birth of the second one. I was like really huge. I only lost that baby weight. The the rest of the pregnancy weight, I was holding on to it, almost for six months. I thought, okay, it will come down. I was waiting and waiting. Then it almost put pulled me down. One one day, I had to like uh, take the baby for vaccination. So right. when I I was already tired handling a, a cranky baby. And to my luck or what it is, there was no power that day. I had to climb four floors with that baby. I was almost into tears. So I thought, okay, something has to be done. If only if I am fit, I can attend to my children. Mm -hmm. So it is from there where I thought, okay, I should find ways to um, what do you call shed this weight. More than shedding weight, I wanted to become stronger. handle my own self so that i can do the rest of the chores right so that is how all this began right so um, you know that thought of taking care of yourself uh, so that you can take care of the baby and stuff uh, started this but how in um, what were the initial steps that you have taken uh, on this journey yes so having a baby and taking time out for yourself is always hard the two with two kids um so but i had a very good family support so i had all the support to help me out so i joined a gym those days uh, now that every other building is a gym back in uh, 2010 11 no it was uh, very difficult to find a gym i found some gym almost like 6 kilometers away got myself a two wheeler so i was determined i'm going to get this done then uh, almost like 6 days a week i would go i would somehow squeeze in an hour for myself and uh, by almost end of 5 to 6 months i was fine uh, i was not very confident that will i be able to do so i took only a 6 months membership right. it was a huge sum then but still i was ready to take that then um nothing changed i still looked the same i was still the same heavier person mm. but i could do multiple things in a day handle all the day to day work happily that kept me happy kept me going then from there uh, the children grew children went to different classes i enrolled myself wherever they went anyway i go and babysit there why not attend the session one learned karate i learned that wow one child uh, one was scared of swimming so he said you know nothing when you jump into water please don't force me okay to prove that i learned swimming then i told yes i am safe now something happens i can save you so you also learn then uh, the younger one grew up then i had enrolled her for uh, bharatanatyam classes there i came to know that yes they take classes for, uh, till then these are all like separate for the adult but now i was wondering should i go join a kids batch um, can i sustain this uh, stamina then it when you do not perform right then there is a guilt and a bad feeling right so my confidence will go for a toss so i inquired with the teacher she said she has a batch exclusively for moms wow 
okay come on children go to school i go to different classes in the day time i learned uh, i started in uh, 2016 i was still heavy still on the heavier side but my stamina improved 2016 went like this 2016 end mm, i came across this ad called um, pinkathon train for pinkathon right so um i was interested in running along with friends we used to run once in a while i could run well that time in spite of the weight but i never knew any detail about what is a pace or distance or time nothing didn't even have a digital watch then so i just kept running for the fun of it and when i came across this then found out that there is a training which is happening close to my place so i contacted chandra sir then from there i did a 83 minutes 10k that was my first ever uh, registered run nice. then uh, joined chandra sir's uh, team called the trail blazers so i was training with them so one side the running goes one side i was swimming then one side it was uh, regular bharatanatyam classes then one fine day in the bharatanatyam class um, they said okay let us have a performance exclusively by the moms which is like um, say a 90 minute recital right so to dance continuously for 90 minutes one needs a good amount of stamina a lot of stamina so this was sometime in early uh, 2018 uh, we decided okay so still i was thinking how to shed this weight you need to look perfect when you present yourself on stage so this practice kept going but still i was the same then one fine day uh, chandra sir offered me uh, to take classes for the group so one session a week that date struck me now i'm going to stand close to people and instruct if they yes i am flexible i can do many things but when you look at a person suddenly you know you won't believe can this person really run can is Yes, I am flexible. In two moves, I can show you how flexible I am. But do I have the strength in me? How will they believe me? So that is when I really focused on shedding this weight and changing my outline. I right. wanted to get back to the um, what do you call it? the correct weight so that you can proceed more comfortably. Right. So that is when all this insight into nutrition came. Then I really worked on that part, and from there the transformation happened. um it took like say 6 months then 2018 i registered for this uh, nice road life is calling event after this is like after formal training hmm. so i registered for a 10k i clocked 67 minutes wow. that gave me a from high 3267 so now okay come on every, uh, there are so many activities happening in a day one side clean eating uh like almost 16 to 17 hours of physical activity per week um including all all the activities so that gave me like a good high i had enough energy to do all this and have my regular uh, life as well so yes i was super excited tcs i did 61 minutes nice now that running bug has caught me okay 61 means even i can do a sub 60 because uh, for an amateur runner sub 60 is the benchmark okay come on so let's aim for it finally in 
செப்டம்பர் டுவெண்ட்டி செகண்ட் ரன்னிங் ஓகே நேச்சுரலி வாட் ஹேப்பன் சம்படி டஸ் அப் சிக்ஸ்டி ஓகே கிளாக்ட் ஒன் ஸ்டெப் நவ் ஜம்ப் டு த நெக்ஸ்ட் வாண்ட் டு டூ அ ஹெச் so that's how this thing continued yeah so before we get into the you know running part of it i want to spend a little bit of time on the weight loss aspect of it right so you wanted to you know uh, look uh, you know like your older self and yes do all the things uh, and you achieved that but how what were the uh, things that you did to get there what, and how long did it take see i have been active for right from 2010 to now this is like say we are talking about 2018 i would go down by 5 kg then my activity will stop for some reason or the other i'll get back the so i was uh, dilly-dallying between, uh, say, 67 to 72 kilos. So mm. I was always on this range. Mm. Um, I would be very clean, uh, eating only home-cooked food, Monday to Friday. Mm. Okay? Saturday comes, let go of everything, uh, weekend mode. Okay? Eat pastries, ice creams, maybe just a small quantity. I was never a big eater. Mm. But yes, that small quantity mattered a lot. So what happens is, Monday to Friday, it's clean. It's almost clean. By the time it's almost clean, again, go back. So this was like the dog's tail. You unwind it, let <laughs> go at the time you're supposed to hold, again go back. So this cycle kept going up and down. So I never lost any stamina improved. That is because of the activity I do. Hmm. But weight didn't move a bit as well hmm. on the weighing scale. Mm. then okay now i have decided i have to do it because one is the performance the other is i have to portray myself as an instructor if i have to be there if i have to walk the talk now people are watching me um i had a, a vacation in uh, 2018 i was on a break i don't know for what reason after the break i had been bloated to an Uh, even people won't believe that picture now that picture is there in social media right. so, so from there it took 6 months for me to reduce so nothing fancy no store bought product everything from the kitchen that's it nothing mm. consistency that's right. the only thing no more ice creams no more pastries no, no more weekend bonanza uh, no more weekend breaks so if at all there definitely will be craving yeah. so i'll figure out something from the kitchen to make taste it sweet so uh, i would uh, take a date stuff it with some uh, seeds nuts and seeds sit down in a corner look at it and eat like eat really slow by the time you finish that one date uh, your thoughts are, uh, your cravings are gone another thing is like 3 to 4 weeks if you're strict right uh your pattern naturally changes you don't get those cravings anymore so uh because of that i could uh, what do you call um transform myself say i could uh, shed almost 6 uh, to 7 kilos by then i could reach somewhere around 60 61 in 5 um, to 6 months mm-hmm. so it was only clean eating and home cooked food that's it so what what is your weight now if you don't mind now asking. now i am around 53 to 54 wow 
So <laughs> from <laughs> from 67 72 to 53 that's nearly 1920 kilos. Uh, yes. For a period of time but uh, you know the initial 6 months you said it, you could uh, lose about 6 kilos or so. Uh through just clean eating yes of course there is physical activity see uh, see there ha- yeah physical activity has been uh, has been there throughout yes but yes. that did not really affect the affect uh, the my weight, weight yes but you know the eating aspect is what kind of changed and more the needle so to speak yes i'll talk we'll talk in detail about that right so, okay so we'll go from craving mm. okay so why i ended up having this weekend break so i didn't accept this lifestyle okay so i am thinking that i'm doing something for a purpose so monday to friday i'm going to be clean i'm going to work out I'm... saturday sunday that relax mode comes off um fortunately or unfortunately all of us have uh, treat food like either punishment or reward or like a go to time pass okay never have i even i have thought about it as a fuel to this body all three all of the above for me <laughs> <laughs> so never uh, never treated it uh, like see they, they there's a saying like okay uh, treat the my body like the temple okay right will you throw in the unwanted no right we all live for this tongue not for the stomach right okay the moment it crosses the tongue right body doesn't know whether it's sweet or spicy or nothing everything is digested into sucrose fructose glucose that's it right right but just that probably um, there should be some device which is put on the tongue like a chip which controls things <laughs> shuts it down <laughs> we all have that control but we refuse to accept right so we i will talk about how sure sure on this, about this yeah so uh, you uh, lost about 6 kilos at that time and then how did that proceed from there you know you, you and let us get back to your running uh, right so you went from 83 minute um, 10k to sub 60 in a matter of what in a year or so uh, yeah you know, 67 to 61 in 6 months then from there i stayed at that 60 zone for quite some time mm-hmm. uh, almost till the pandemic yes right what's the uh, 10k for now uh seen i have done a pb of uh, 48 odds mm. so currently i'm at a uh, 50 range oh pb is 48 pb is 48 but i am in a, today's as of today i am at a 50 range right okay okay so that that is like uh, f- from 83 to 48 kind of thing it's like a huge huge drop right so what what are the things in the running journey how did it uh, you know go and get you there so uh the i was on and off into this running activity uh i the day i hit 67 right that day the running bug caught me oh even i too can run that is the day i felt even i too can run so in that period i uh, was consistent in the training generally what i do is i run for a month or so then give a break then there'll be empty reasons to take a break then again come back just jog 
just come jog happy happy go lucky types mm. in terms of running right. but from uh, say that december to may i my full focus was on running so i would never miss a run uh, of course the clean eating uh, and the other activities kept going side by side so it was just the training i stuck to uh, almost like 3 to 4 months of good training that's it hmm. um rest of the activities keep going but sticking to your speed intervals so i got myself a garmin watch right uh, so a digital i wanted a digital watch then i thought okay why not a garmin okay got myself a garmin then almost did all the workouts as per um, the chart given to me so even i didn't expect i'm going to come down so much maybe few minutes was my thoughts but uh, tcs yes right in that josh and the crowd somehow you push through i was really excited to see uh, 61 odd minutes more than that they give you one t-shirt right <laughs> if if you are in the top uh, 450 of 500 oh that made me even feel better okay not bad okay go for it then immediately i think after tcs the next major 10k will be the nice road event july event okay i was now even more sincere okay let's try i missed sub 60 by 9 seconds wow <laughs> that was the day i understood the value of seconds <laughs> i was like okay come on oh my god i missed this like you failed in the borderline type right okay uh, i have never had this feeling in sports yes in education yes even for a, a half mark how did it go how did i lose why did we didn't know this concept all those now it's come into running right how did i miss what else can i do to get there that thought struck me that day then now focus on strength training which is specific to running hmm. then um that's it just keep running uh, doing the workouts no uh, what do you call i might miss some other class but not a run session hmm. so so that's how that uh, season progressed then september we had a myso event so there i got a sub 60 that was like a memorable day okay uh, the first sub 60 is always special right yeah. like um, i passed the exam types so then immediately the thought goes for the uh, next uh, distance so that's how i progressed from 60 to uh, 10k to hm half marathon half okay. marathon mm. so what how how was the training different from uh, 10k event to a half marathon and how did it fit into your overall scheme of things yes see half marathon um ideally you'll have to start increasing the duration of your long runs you need to stay for a 10k maximum say 1 hour to 1 and 1 uh, hour 15 minutes or 1 and 1/2 hours is good enough now to run a 21k you need to stay on feet for uh minimum 2 hours right so my duration of the long runs increased that was in fact a tough period because um 10k a race you can maintain a six pace but not on every day right so if on every day to say i would get a mileage of uh, uh, 14 to 16 kilometers sometimes on a weekday that was really challenging to squeeze in in that time slot what i have in the morning i have a very limited uh, time available for self in the mornings so that was a challenge 
more than the running the time was the challenge for right. me so that motivated me to somehow come on i would start as early as possible um never thought a second about the safety issues i just went around had few people to support me as well so somehow i would uh, fit in that run in the morning and go, go off for the day's uh, work right so the only that thing changed the speed workout kept uh, was almost uh, similar uh, the mileage increased and the weekend long run also increased but i always i'm used to doing only three runs a week hmm. tuesday thursday and saturday all right so th- that was the only change okay and uh, how how was your first uh, half marathon how did that go yeah first half marathon was uh, bm bengaluru marathon yes i took a nice 2 uh, hours 20 minutes uh, like um, bengaluru marathon it's a traditional same route right so when you come back after the 16th kilometer and enter the kabin park you get that feeling why did you do this why did you put yourself through this you could have kept quiet and stuck to your 10k right you could have finished by now it's okay some and especially that uh, 17th or 18th kilometer where you climb up from behind this uh, high court segment there i was like cursing myself but i don't know how always in any given race last 3 kilometers i wake up okay i said oh it's going to get over come on <laughs> empty the fuel tank and get going last 3 kilometers are always fun for me i just don't remember it just <laughs> rush through so i took a nice 2 uh, hours and 2 uh, hours 20 minutes for uh, bm and uh, what is your uh, uh, half marathon uh, pb uh, now uh, it is uh, around 1 uh, hour 53 minutes okay nice so more than half an hour cut and half, nearly half an hour nearly yeah so so there uh, in bm i could understand that what is needed see the stamina what i call myself i am stronger is not enough that was not definitely not enough so that needed more time on feet more uh, energy to sustain that pace but again uh, always know your thought process during the run and at the finish line are two opposite things and the moment you cross the finish line you wonder what next right okay go ahead register for tmm <laughs> blindly like it's just one, one half marathon that's all okay go for the next so as as it turned out um, uh, your first half marathon is bm uh, bangalore marathon i also signed up for my first half marathon this year for uh, bangalore marathon this year <laughs> yeah Good. so october 8th october 8th my first half marathon as well so hopefully fingers crossed uh, i'll stay uh, injury free through the training and be able to make it so let's see see injury free is a totally a different topic it's it's not a guaranteed thing <laughs> right. okay it it's just an outcome or prob- it's a it's out of a probability that's right. all okay but you can do your best to stay away from it okay. but definitely okay. yes if we put in that effort you will come out of it with right. flying colors yes thank you let's see so now um from what how what uh, you know what was the time period or how many half marathons in between happened to get you from 220 to uh, 153 
and what was yeah. that journey what uh, what helped you get there from 220 uh, see from 220 tm when i signed up i did 213 there um then the pandemic happened right so mm. that changed the game altogether so all these classes uh, came to an end then we were all at home right right i had in fact uh, i would call that period a blessing for me yes mm. i was fortunate enough because i had all the time in the world because everyone was inside the house so my work was done for a homemaker what is it your chores has to get done as quick as possible right now that everyone is inside the house it was very easy for me i had all the time in the world for myself happily work out that is the only thing i did then um, uh, coach reyes karnad of uh, runners 360 he had um, started a live uh, zoom classes through facebook so right. i came across that I was so happy joined that started doing those workouts almost like religiously i used to do if that session is not there do some other session there were plenty of options available online so something or the other all seven days a week almost like for two three months i guess so i was like full happy and of course there is very limited food the food was rationed right we can't get much junk food from outside as well of course i was into clean eating all this time so that also helped so once the uh, pandemic came down a bit and we were allowed to step out uh, i started uh, running again till that period i wasn't running only strength workouts only strength workouts and only staying indoors only strength workouts mm. no more running that is like say after tmm actually after tmm i wanted to jump to fm now <laughs> hm done right move to fm so i i did a uh, 25 kilometer run in that feb jan uh, tmm february immediately start the long runs i went to 25 i took a nice solid 2 hours 40 45 minutes i believe 2 hours 45 minutes to do 25 kilometer okay right. happy at my own pace take breaks have water if possible eat something and run like that then i thought okay maybe 4 and 1/2 hours 5 hours i would be able to finish an fm this was my thought process then pandemic happened everything changed then again got back to running then i joined uh, coach uh, shreyas uh that day my fitness level was sub 60 right so again we started only from base he said okay come let's because now we are starting after a break right so uh, there three strength sessions monday wednesday friday again three runs tuesday thursday and saturday that's it three strength three runs that's all so in six months time i think it started uh, uh, sometime in april i think so every month i could cut down a minute mm-hmm. every month either a minute in a 10k or uh, 30 seconds in a uh, 5k mm-hmm. so every month i had pb in one or the other form almost in six uh, months i reached uh, sub 55 nice um then there was a nice road event i clocked 54 so every time i got a 6 min- to 7 minute jump whenever i touched nice road right so then i was at 54 uh then started training for half marathon um reached uh, sub 
not able to recollect when uh, there was no events happening then right virtual runs virtual were runs i didn't do any of the virtual runs uh, not many events either so it's only the uh, again i think the second wave came so we didn't have much of the events so only just running around uh, the local uh, whenever possible Correct. that's yeah. it so the time uh, i was very strict in this these two areas three strength session without a fail three runs without a fail so automatically the things changed mm, uh, i could do a sub to hm so my goal was like okay, any day should do a sub to hm we'll work on that level of fitness so the mileage kept going on around 16 to 18 kilometers i was quite happy uh, then i think um, uh, the registrations opened for uh, chennai uh, chennai full marathon but okay. in the pandemic they were planning to have it on that the mrf uh, turf the right, the circuit the racing circuit, circuit. racing circuit yeah. right the first year when they had it i was still in hm level so when they had it in 2022 yes i thought okay we'll train for an fm so that uh, 2021 to 22 was a solid uh, training block for me right mm. from jan to the next jan right. it was a proper training block because uh, no schools no office everything is work from home so i had enough time in life right so, so uh, was it during this time that uh, you hit uh, 1 uh, 163 all the pbs all the pbs happened in my fm training hmm. so i was somewhere around 55 minutes 54 was my 10k timing then uh, hm was somewhere around 158 159 it i was always around that uh, that range so coach said okay let's progress to fm so slowly started uh, increasing the mileage so again just stick to whatever comes to me it's all no extra runs no looking at uh, what you did today what they did today nothing like that whatever is given to me i will run if i do it yes i have done it if i have not done it what can be done will be the only two options fortunately most of the runs went uh, as per uh, the plan given Right. so if uh, i have something coming up i always uh, inform my coach sir this week this is not possible kindly fix it accordingly for me so he was always accommodative of that so um, never skipped even one uh, run yeah. almost 90 to 95% of the time i have uh, achieved uh, whatever was given so the goal we started with uh, 4:15 4:10 he said okay why not a sub 4 so we started uh, training like four months i think it is uh, september october november december four months january 2nd was the uh, fm at chennai mm. so all set uh, october we had a nice road event so there i clocked the uh, sub 50 this uh, 48 odds i got it there then in one of the training runs i clocked a 153 in a 25k run in that my 21 was it came out of uh, right. blue actually mm-hmm. so it was not a planned uh, that pb came in the long run so i had a good uh, aim of going uh, sub 4 for the first fm 
fortunately or unfortunately that even got uh, cancelled in the last minute we were almost half the way towards chennai hmm. that's when we received the message that the event is cancelled so with the team's support we had a self supported run around agra Mm-hmm. so a bunch of us who wanted to do the first fm right so along with the team's help uh, we had a good run i would say so my first fm is the memorable one solid training with uh, pb in 5k uh, sorry pb in 10k, uh, 10K uh, i think 5k as well half, half. yeah then i did the uh, 3 349 something oh, in that effort all just going round and round the agra loop that mm. was fun uh, yeah so that was i was like um, i have heard people saying that you're going to hit the wall so i was searching for the wall coach is <laughs> given that no going ahead of uh, 540 okay i started the run the first kilometer says 5 Five, slow down. <laughs> Come on, I am trying to slow myself down. Five eighty. No, no, no. Five forty is way behind. Again, somehow five thirty. Then somehow I controlled myself, controlled the anxiety. Then kept going um, at uh, say five thirty, five thirty-five pace. So I say, okay, shall I leap? Shall I leap? That uh, that uh, tiger was hiding inside, ready to pounce. So the last ten kilometer was bliss. Every kilometer, come on. Then the last three kilometers was like game over. Let go of everything. Last three kilometers, I think I even touched a sub five pace for the last kilometer. Nice. So that was a very, total bliss. Very good. Very good. Uh, so the the uh, you know the, what kind of uh, strikes me is that discipline to uh, you know. coach gives you a plan uh, you know stick to it 3 uh, days of strength 3 days of uh, run uh, no matter what you stick to it and you know go with the process trust the process and keep it going and the results kind of follow see actually you don't need any extra effort like motivation discipline actually uh, for me right everything is like a to do core in the day to day list okay mm. like how you brush your teeth how you wake up at a particular time no snoozing alarm 5 o'clock means you need to wake up sleep on the go <laughs> that is my <laughs> my thought process okay so everything has a fixed time 5 to 6 to 7 is the workout means no doing recordings no doing at the lane 6 to 7 finish it get it done so so when you know that your work is done right like you are kind of free I have a technique uh, for this. What I do, I split my work into negotiable and non-negotiable work. Okay? Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I don't do the non-negotiable work because you know that it's going to get done. So I will first attack the negotiable ones and get it done because I know that if I don't do it now, I'm not going to do for. Uh, I might postpone it. So I will get all those work done. so these non negotiables right anyways going to get done so that i will spend more time and enjoy so doing wh- what are the examples of non negotiable versus uh, negotiable for a homemaker what else will be the negotiable ones right just being inside the house the daily uh, so i don't have any helpers so uh, right from pick up drop 
to all the household chores everything is uh, my area mm. so so some days i would want to do some household work some days i wouldn't want to so i said no i can't. you can't be messy all the time right okay clean up those kind of small small things uh, clean up the kitchen or the wardrobe or the floor so so these are the main uh, otherwise i usually have some work to go out and get it done right i would say i would keep postponing it it's okay rather i would like to work out i like to do something related to fitness so but these are the basic things and another thing is i reward myself a lot whenever i do nice what i rewards are nothing but sleep <laughs> i like to oh, so if i uh, so my goal will be if i finish all these work within these 2 hours i'm going to get a solid 1 hour for myself i can sit down and relax or sleep mm. so this is the this is a self reward so i try to finish all the day to day work in as quick as possible then one workout for the day then i'm done rest of the time is mine i can read relax watch something so the life goes like this so self reward is some um, self reward mostly we go towards shopping buying something for ourselves or to eat something my reward is always sleep <laughs> I somehow would like to do that. That is my favorite activity. <laughs> nice, nice. So, uh, your uh, journey, uh, transformational journey, it's uh, you know quite inspiring. Some so going from seventy-two kilos to fifty-three, and uh, going from say eighty-three in terms of say numbers, uh, you know eighty-three minute ten k to forty-eight, and you know two twenty HM to one fifty-three, and all these. It's like uh, it. comes out of a uh, dedicated practice of uh, you know consistency and uh, where um, consistent routine right um, now and also i think pre- you know predominantly a lifestyle change yes. right um, now we you um, you also help others with the lifestyle modification lifestyle change uh with theorem uh, for life right so let us talk about what theorem for life is what is its uh, philosophy and how uh, you know what are the main components of that okay so how i i'll go with why i started it or how i started it hmm. so what happened was uh, now this my my lifestyle changed now i'm uh, this started i started this uh, in 20 2019 is 2020 tmm yes uh, around that time i started taking classes 2019 i started taking classes for the club right. so then from there i had a request for why don't you train us uh, strength train on the other three or uh, two days as well so we will get a three days of strength training so that's how it started people um, during that time i was not certified in anything i had a self transformation as the certificate that's right. the only thing i had yes i had knowledge of strength training because i have been tra- training in different formats and patterns for the past uh, almost 8 9 years right. so i had learned uh, these animal moves then some amount of pilates then i went for karate there i learned the mobility and the flexibility techniques there then i went for swimming there i learned some techniques so how then in 
I do something as a warm up in my dance class as well. So all these uh, kind of put together, I had some knowledge how to go about it. Yeah. But still, I was not very confident of a runner specific uh, strength training. So the um, so I just started with this. Then twenty twenty, uh, it almost uh, went well till the pandemic. Then it got stopped for a few months. Then our uh, boon was the Zoom, right? We all so, so Zoom was the order of the day. So I started classes over Zoom. Then when I joined Runners Three Sixty, um, I was uh, fortunate enough to have attend classes from Doctor Somya Somya Rawat of right. Stairs Physio. Yeah. So there, that Swiss ball really fascinated me. Okay, so that is where I learned that what is all this runner specific strength. So that is where I got this concept of how your strength training should uh, uh, support your sport, what you play. Mm. Uh, a footballer, a runner, and a weightlifter. All these three are three different zones and three different categories. All of them can't do the same kind of strength training, right? Correct. Okay. So that concept I understood here. Then from there I tried to learn more, built on it. Then my classes were going on. One fine day, a friend of mine approached saying, "I want uh, guidance on nutrition." I said, "No, I have not certified. I don't do anything extra special to uh, what do you call? There is nothing secret ingredient in this to call a, a diet or nutrition plan or something." She said, "No, I'm a vegetarian like you. Uh, you teach me whatever you do." But she had a list of uh, what do you call prerequisites. You cannot tell me to stop rice. You cannot ask me to uh, leave certain things like that. I said, "Yes, we'll accommodate all of these, and uh, we'll go ahead." That Lakshmi was my what do you call my Lakshmi in this uh, career, I guess. So she was the one who offered me that first uh, chance, and uh, she just listened to whatever I asked her to do. Mm. There's to put it out. Actually, basically, it is three to four meals in a day, just meals from your kitchen. What you have been eating all your life, nothing fancy, no store bought products, no new uh, what you call techniques. Or it's only the quantity, the timing, when you eat, and what you eat. And how much you eat? That's all changes, and your daily kitchen routine. You don't have to cook uh, exclusively for yourself and for the rest of nothing like that. But the consistency. You have to be no eating. Uh, what do you call? One bite of chocolate, one pinch of so and so, just a sip. No, no means no. But she stuck to it, and she lost. Uh, Good amount of weight. Like she had, she saw her transformation. Some with six to seven kilos loss, she saw her transformation. Then that motivated her to bring in her other family members. I said, "You know, right? You can go ahead." No, no, no. They are not going to listen to me, but they will listen to someone if they have paid to that person. So you take them as your client. So that is how my. Nutrition thing started. So with Stiram, I give nutrition guidance. It's more like a lifestyle modification mm. plus uh, strength training. Right. So uh, let us say the, when you say lifestyle modification through nutrition or diet, uh, what are the things that you tell them? You mentioned um, 
everything from the kitchen uh, then uh, how much you eat and uh, the timing of uh, you know that when you eat uh, so wh- what what do you prescribe how do you prescribe obviously it yeah. won't be like one thing for everyone yes but how uh, how do you i ask them about their uh, lifestyle basically hmm. morning to night what do they do in a day i take down their food log i ask them to note down anything and everything that crosses their throat okay as you cross the kitchen you find something pop that in i went somewhere I, they gave me this i so like that you write down everything and for 3 to 4 days i then i see their lifestyle what is it how they go about it then i ask them for the their cuisine say suppose i am a south indian suppose somebody from a different uh, zone comes to me so i don't ask them to eat what i eat so i ask them for their cuisine then based on that so uh, suppose say if, for example if i talk about a south indian okay what do we do idli dosa for breakfast again rasam uh, sambar and rice again night will be again idli or dosa so now you observe it there is predominantly there is lot of carbs right okay and the rest of the things uh, sometimes we eat sometimes we don't eat so what i asked them to do is what the only change we bring you eat the same three meals no changing the idli dosa no changing the rice and rasam the same but reduce this quantity before you touch your carbs you need to eat your salads and the cooked vegetable then you eat how much ever idli you want or how much ever rice you want i don't think you so so the concept is suppose visualize your your stomach like a glass bottle okay you can either fill the brim uh, brim uh, with just one element just uh, uh, sambar rice okay or just roti and sabzi roti dal roti dal or you can fill it like a layer of raw vegetables a layer of cooked vegetables a layer of dal top it with your carbs now how much how many rotis can you eat right i'll allow you to choose the fix your number how hmm. many can you eat so maximum two okay fine eat it but between two meals there is something you have to finish that is nothing but water and a fruit so when you have uh, what do you call food at regular interval you are not hungry so never let yourself to be super hungry or never eat till the brim so always maintain an optimal level of uh, food so what happen um, see uh, technically what this means is your insulin level in your blood is maintained okay it's neither spikes nor dips drops so this up and down is the problem so when it is maintained at the same level uh, your fat burning happens so people refuse to say, i ate in the morning i am not hungry i am okay to eat in the dinner i won't eat any no that is not the way you are supposed to eat you need to maintain you can't overfill your tank then again go to reserve mode then refill no you should have a steady amount supply of fuel then there is no cravings there is no crash eating you will not go and uh, what do you call just go gorge whatever is served in front of you so you your mind is also relaxed so you take time to choose and eat this process sounds very simple all of us all of us can do this right but why it doesn't happen why why because 
సేమ్ మండే టు ఫ్రైడే స్టోరీ వీ విల్ బి వెరీ గుడ్ ఫర్ ఫోర్ డేస్ ఫిఫ్త్ డే సమ్ వన్ కాల్స్ ఎస్ ఫర్ అ పార్టీ దెర్ ఇస్ అ బర్త్డే పార్టీ దెర్ ఇస్ సే సంబడి హెస్ ఇన్వైటెడ్ యూ సంబడి ఆఫర్డ్ యూ అండ్ యూ కెనాట్ డినర్ దిస్ ఇస్ వేర్ ఆల్ దిస్ బట్ వీ హ్యావ్ టు పుట్ ఆర్ సెల్వ్స్ ఎస్ అ ప్రయారిటీ అండ్ సే నో ఎస్ ఐ విల్ పార్టీ ఆఫ్టర్ దిస్ పీరియడ్ ఆఫ్టర్ ఇట్ సెటిల్స్ నౌ then we can reintroduce all this but for that initial period right you have to be strict no means no hmm. so um, you mentioned the uh, you know so you add veg salads and vegetables uh, to whatever they are you know yes. regularly consuming yes. uh, you don't subtract those uh, say uh, you know you don't eat these or don't eat these uh, as in if if they are like normal uh, uh. food idli dosa rice uh, sambar kind of things not the cakes and ice creams uh, if if they are the those are the staples you don't say stop eating this no, no. but add yes. vegetables and uh, you know salads and cooked vegetables raw vegetables and stuff like that so that they don't see up, uh, uh, yeah. the typical pattern is suppose you visualize the plate with those uh, katoris okay mm-hmm. so what happens no the first time all those uh, peripheries will be filled right and we fill the rice or roti now when this segment gets over we keep refilling this segment alone right the other areas we never think about it so whenever you refill refill an entire plate uh, i would even say move your carbs to that katori and put the rest here now how much can you eat i people would say uh, should i skip rice should i stop eating rice for dinner you can eat whatever you have been eating there is no uh, uh, what do you call you have to eat quinoa or uh, oats or any other muesli none of this you stick to what you eat but make sure you eat this first and then go to it your bottle is already half full right. now you're not one rule is you're not supposed to fill it till the brim hmm. and you know that your next meal is coming in another 2 hours so how much can you eat right yeah so this is the only what do you call uh, secret behind the weight loss right so um, that is what you eat you yes know? what you so, eat and when uh, how when do you, you eat yeah when you eat wow, how do you address uh, that when you eat that is another uh, this thing so there are folks who would say i just ate a, i'm not hungry i'm just eating a fruit bowl for dinner hmm. okay fruit is nothing but nature's candy for us for for a person who is clean eating that is the sweetest one, that is the sugar right okay so you are just eating a bowl full of sugar hmm. that too at night so for, for generally uh, by bedtime for what you need food you are already going to bed you don't need much of calories but you should feel full we have that feeling if the satiety is not reached then you feel like nibbling around and fiddling around to put something in the mouth but you'll never be satisfied so this eating a fruit bowl is definitely a no fruit is something uh, it's like a free sugar hmm. uh, so when it it gets digested very quickly and it is like the sugar in your system the which has to be burnt immediately hmm. otherwise it gets converted to fat and goes in such as extra weight right so eat your fruits before sunset in the sense 
you will be still having 3 4 hours of activity physical movement before bedtime so definitely that will get digested so definitely no fruits um in the later part of the day mm. try to eat in the morning and definitely not a mixed fruit thing because each one has a different flavor and a different digestive uh, time just one fruit at a time maximum two fruits in a day or three fruits in a day that's it eat as much of vegetables you want as much there is no restriction but this potato doesn't fall, fall in that category okay no, especially not as fries <laughs> <laughs> no potato is equivalent to rice you want to eat the potato cut the rice or cut the roti they both are just just the same in different format that's mm-hmm. it so i i mean i've seen uh, uh, ultra runners uh, use potatoes boiled potatoes yes. as fuel yes. throughout their uh, yes. you know 24 hour 40 yes hours. so you you know that how much energy it gives yeah, right yeah. so you eat a chunk of that plus a chunk of rice then you can imagine how much of calories have gone in it's very helpful when you have it as a pre race meal or during uh, you know race nutrition <laughs> well for ultra runners you have enough time to digest can, and can, run can. not for the no, not, for, not for 42 no no not yeah. for the short distance. shorter ones so these kind of small small things okay so people say i didn't eat much just i ate a bowl of uh, uh, say alu paratha for dinner enough right for the instead of having a like one or two alu paratha have the alu paratha but eat some salads that forms the base okay um, that adds fiber it helps uh, in pulling out it out of your system also it uh, absorbs the uh, left out fat and other things before it enters your blood stream so keep your base layer like uh, fill it up with cotton mm. it's like that so your volume is also down you're not hungry now add in a dal a source of protein then eat the alu paratha i think you will be done with one paratha have it with butter no there is uh, like no restriction for this that you have to let go of everything eat everything but in moderation mm. so it sounds like nutrition rich uh, will become the base yes and then calorie dense will become the a little bit of yes yes yeah. see you have uh, say suppose a certain amount of calorie allotted for your meal okay now again there is one uh, what you call style i would say people would say i just ate a brownie uh, or, or a fudge in the evening i'm not feeling hungry so i skip the dinner okay now you expect a loss uh, or decrease in the scale tomorrow morning because you your thoughts is you skip dinner yes it will show you'll be really happy the following day right it will show up because it takes so much time to react inside your system these will attract extra water molecules make you heavy the following day it will show right again see suppose uh, one um, bowl of uh, poha or one bowl of rice and you equate that calorie to a laddu or one sweet and you say yes the calorie wise they are same i just ate one laddu i am satisfied okay instead of uh, i skip my meal and i Yes, mathematically correct, but inside what it gives that is completely different. Right. I mean, you you could probably get away with something like that once in a while. Yes, exactly. But not in a regular. Yes, see, business. we are not saints, okay, uh, to let go of all these pleasures. Right. We do love. 
all of us like to yeah. eat but there is a time when to eat suppose you are uh, in a racing season this logic is you are hampering yourself hmm. if you are doing this in your racing season because next day morning you will have one either of either the strength or the run workout okay you need the fuel you need the energy for it so you cannot skip your dinner also your food has to be clean see this is like um say you have a posh vehicle okay you need to put the right speed petrol for it to behave like that posh vehicle otherwise it will not function it will look very polished and well from outside but from in and it will start sputtering uh, yes. all kinds of yes. gases yeah. yes uh, this is exactly what we also feel we feel the dullness uh, in our body if you trans uh, trans equated to the human body how you would feel those dullness those irritability then um, uh, somewhere some ache and pain unexplained uh, these are nothing but inflammation markers in your body the resultant of those uh, bad fueling right. so initial 3 weeks in any nutrition be it any form of uh, diet um, initial 3 weeks will be very tough Hmm. I'll explain why it is tough. See, uh, you can say I'm not going to eat a sweet, but internally the craving will be more. Um, your gut is filled with uh, microbiomes, okay? Right. So one is the healthier set, one is the non-healthier set. So now there is a constant fight happening between the ruling party and the opposition party, okay? So now these send signals to your brain. When you do not respond, uh, you get uh, agitated. irritated then you want to give up on it you have to control that the way to control is by drinking water mm-hmm. and fueling at the right time you will auto- the, this population will die down after say 3 to 4 weeks no you will not have this craving but 3 to 4 weeks you definitely have to stick to it if you let go there then this is a vicious cycle mm-hmm. we'll keep were living with it that is uh, no other uh, what you call way out of it right so how do you um, uh, what can one do to increase the good microbiome and kind of suppress the uh, the ones that result in cravings and stuff yes so um, what happens in our body is like for each flavor we eat right there is signaling happening in your brain okay so when you put um, say salt or sour or spicy so you just get only one signal in your brain whereas when you put sugar in your mouth right there is a traffic jam of signals inside your brain that is why we cannot stop with one bite you because uh, the entire system is alert and they are in the dancing mode hey sugar is arriving come on come on more more Dopamine. more yes effect then you reach that state where like you are done too much of it because now the signal is all jammed so you really have to cut down that signal completely the only way is to be away from it for 3 to 4 weeks literally no sugar no processed food no direct you can have a fruit you can eat um, uh, like dates hmm. uh, one or two dry fruits but no uh, no direct sugar Right. so this uh, microbiome no it will die down it will settle down after that when you eat just um, one bite no you will feel satisfied so just wait for that period to happen that waiting period is actually what uh, the success of your uh, diet program nice nice it it really um, you know s- 
sounds uh, simple when you hear it but it is what the you know it's so the plans can be the best in the world but unless you act Execute on them it. yes you you know you won't see anything uh, moving at all definitely definitely sticking to it is the only so that is why i say be accountable to someone right now your conscious kicks in okay mm. when you know that you are answerable definitely you will not cheat for yourself right. so that's how this process goes mm. so uh, being accountable for someone like coach or you know some exactly. you can you are answerable to or maybe someone you are paying to help you with that would definitely be yeah, something it could be some way of fear mm. either the payment should be okay i have invested so much on myself let me stick to it or truthfulness yes i am going see some some of us are uh, we are uh, what do you call very strong minded by ourselves some need that push and motivation and guidance okay you are doing very good okay then they want the pat on the back every time they do it so that gives them that so you need to figure out what gives you that um feeling right right so the, when you mentioned motivation so let us talk about a little bit about that <laughs> so i mean what what motivates people or you know to stick to it or give up you know what's see what i really you know i don't believe in that word motivation because that can die down any moment okay so i would keep your why and what how like suppose you have a goal Okay, write it down in a paper hmm. uh, or stick it up in uh, in your bedroom uh, in one of the wall like where you sleep where you wake up put it there keep visualizing that suppose you want to achieve a number no keep remembering that so every time you want to fall out of your plan no ask yourself how much of damage this is going to cost to your uh, how much will it cost you definitely you will not do that hmm so and uh, don't put yourself in that uh, what do you call a locked period for a long time just set a small goal achieve it like like suppose in running if you say don't have a year long plan just keep one race stick to it achieve it then let go of it just just relax and enjoy similarly if you want a weight loss or a goal see generally no you need that weight loss actually to achieve something see for a runner you want a better timing that is why you want to shed this weight so there is always a motive behind it keep that intact keep uh, like a mantra keep chanting it to yourself uh, try to visualize it or get into a group where ha- all of them have that same uh, motive okay that motto should be like a common otherwise the people will derail you pull you along with them mm-hmm. so have a accountable group who have similar vision then this process is going to be really easy right so having uh, an understanding of your why would actually you know help you stay on track also the environment you you know the people you surround yourself yes. with you know if you are in a group like runners 360 or you know uh, pacemakers or something like that you are going to turn up, uh, turn up with their yes. coaches and uh, all that it kind of keeps you uh, on track See, right um, if there is a goal right mm. you don't go to that goal the immediately right mm. there it's broken down into steps right so each week is a target okay. Okay, so 
you need to achieve every target to reach there it's not that i'll sleep for uh, 10 weeks and i'll see that in the last 4 weeks no it's not like our college exams where we will <laughs> leave everything for 6 months and just study in the last 1 month no right. that's not like that yeah it doesn't work that way yeah. so every week there is a benchmark every even in weight loss no every week you should 500 grams you shouldn't lose more than that even less than that is okay but not more than that too much too soon no then you'll hit a plateau and you want to give up so you should have small benchmarks achieve it and if you stick to the process right um, sometimes these goals may not happen hmm. okay the um, you may not see your weighing scale moving at all but still keep doing it your belt buckle will tell you the truth right. okay your appearance will tell you the truth you meet uh, the person whom you meet daily may not be able to tell the change but someone who me uh, whom you meet like say after a month or so they will be able to immediately tell that to you right that gives you that feeling right okay success so the sacrifice what you have made also don't do not call it like sacrifice then you become self self pitying mode right so do it for the sake of you want because to you want to do it yes yeah. you want if you want something badly in life you will definitely go for it right you don't need any motivation anybody to push you nothing needed yeah and that that is a great point as well you know um, when you have a big big goal uh, that appears too big to achieve it can be a bit paralyzing yes you know it you, doesn't happen right so breaking that down into smaller goals and taking uh, those kind of learning thing. no the learning graph is something which has to increase steadily with the considerable amount of difficulty hmm. see for a first standard child immediately you put them in a sixth standard portion the child cannot so it goes like first to second second to third right so the same learning happens only when there is a um, what do you call bearable level of difficulty right yeah if the difficulty level is beyond if you have like say suppose i say i want to do a sub 40 tomorrow definitely not possible i'll give up running if i say okay let me come back to 48 yes it makes sense right so your uh, uh, difficulty level should be it should be difficult but at the same time doable not something just because somebody else had it let me also do it no it then you are uh, sure shot that you're not going to do it right. just your uh, time passing with that yeah. goal that's it you know, yeah as a uh, you know as coaches that is something that we always keep in mind right the workout should be you know difficult enough but not so difficult that he is not able to finish yes. if he is not able to finish you know he or she is not able to finish they will always you know dread ha, something like that coming back to it right so it it won't achieve anything uh, see uh, it is uh, the loss for the coach as well as the trainee it's loss exactly. of time yeah. loss of time money and everything right yeah. see uh, what happens is if if it is too easy then you take it for granted right. if it is too difficult then um, when you don't achieve it it pulls you down there is a, a, a more than the strength there is a it's loss a of confidence spiral yes yes yeah so uh, as women we face this a lot in training cycle mm. because of because being a woman because mm. of our uh, monthly cycles right so right. this goal is something uh, what you say no we see this in Uh, every weeks every month uh, process so that will immediately derail you 
and demotivate you and you would probably you would have done exceptional for three weeks that one week of non-performance will make you believe that okay it's not possible i'm i may not achieve it right. so your your difficulty level also should suit your lifestyle and your uh, your position for that moment yeah your strength and your ability for that moment if it matches yes it will keep going smoothly oh this is has uh, been super fun so you know fantastic so uh, what are some of the tips that you would give uh, you know working athletes to uh, you know uh, say if they want to you know start on a transformation okay so tips like that what i would say is like keep your goal uh, see all of us have to be fit in the sense um, to a basic level of fitness that is compulsory in life um, unfortunately we don't have it as a rule okay so fitness should be like your uh, it should be like a daily routine like brushing teeth okay exercising should be part of your daily routine then you don't need any motivation any extra push to achieve that choose what you feel are happy doing it okay not because some you have if you have company and you like the company go for a run you like a group workout join a place where they uh, conduct a workout or you like working out alone do that but uh be consistent all of us would have told that because uh, one doesn't make a difference you add a string of ones together it becomes like a one bead doesn't make you make it into a mala it needs so many beads so mm. many little small efforts clubbed together so fix your goal and if you want it how badly you want it makes you go towards it beautiful very very well done very well said and uh, you know thanks for uh, taking the time and sharing your experience and uh, your life journey with the working athlete podcast thank you so much for having me here venki thank you that was my conversation with rama i hope you enjoyed that if you are enjoying these podcast and are finding them useful please consider supporting the podcast by subscribing to it on youtube as well as on your favorite podcasting app it really helps also supporting the sponsors of the podcast is a great way to support the podcast itself thanks again for your continuous support see you next week with another guest